Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky Situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me again. I am so excited to have Karen Romano here. She's a sound healing practitioner and drum circle facilitator. Karen, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Gretchen. I'm happy to talk with you today. Me too, especially because of the gift that you gave me when I walked in tonight. This is the first time I brought the show on the road and you gave me this amazing gift of a personal sound bath. That was just such a wonderful experience. I can't wait to share with the listeners, you know, more about what you do and what I just experienced. I know that you were in a very different role before you found this sound therapy. And I'm curious, you know, what led you on this path? So I was a um, senior project manager in healthcare. I worked with the business side in IT. I was in a stressful job and I knew that I had some financial goals that I wanted to meet. Um, So I worked really hard. A lot of of times over the years, I was working two jobs. I had a consulting company on the side. Um, So I just pushed hard to be able to leave. My husband's older than I am and he retired before me. So I wanted to join him in retirement. So right before the pandemic hit, um, I was able to leave that position. But I don't know that I was really ready to do that. In the fall of 2018, I was searching for something and I didn't know what it was. As often a lot of times, a lot of us do. We're looking for something and we don't know what it was. At Thanksgiving of that year, I said to a friend at work, I just need peace. And it was when I said it out loud that everything started to change. And I started to really open up. I started doing the artist way workbook. And I basically answered every question, did the journaling exactly as they told me to, because I needed it so badly, I think at that time. And it just, for me, it really kind of cracked me open and let me see what I had wanted to do as a kid. Um, and as a teenager and as an adult that I never pursued. And it really helps you look at any of those self-help books where you're reflecting on your life and you start to realize and you start to uncover and dig a little bit deeper and look at the things that you always wanted to do. It helped me realize that music was something that I always wanted to pursue and I never did. Um, I started playing the drums when I was 40 but I had wanted to play for years. So I started late um, and that kind of got me into 
then leading drum, drum circles, and then eventually sound healing. I didn't know that you found this passion through the artist's way. Mm -hmm. I've talked to others who've been, including myself, really impacted by that work and that practice. And I love that you had to speak into, I just want peace in order for some sort of action to come from it right. uh, and to find that. Okay, so you had this natural draw to music. What is sound therapy and what is a sound healing practitioner? Um, during the pandemic, I started spending a lot of time with the bowls. And I think the very first time I heard the bowl, the crystal bowls, and a weighted tuning fork was at Qigong. And I heard the weighted tuning fork in my ear. And I just remember it sounded like what I would think honey. And, and I could just picture the color gold and it was so warm and I felt so good. And it really helped something release in me <laughs> and open up. And so I started spending a lot of time with the bowls and the instruments and they just started speaking to me. And it's any time you take anything like that where you sit and kind of block anything else out and just sit with it, it'll speak to you, right? And that's what happened to me with the drums and the instruments. And it really helped me understand that this was something I wanted to learn more about. And so I started taking classes to the Sound Healing Academy. My mentor is Natalie Brown, and she's out of Iowa. <laughs> I just really loved her teaching style. It really resonated with me. And I just spent a lot of time with the teachings that she offered and sitting with the bowls and the instruments. And then we had to do labs where we worked with people. It hits all of us differently and we all need it maybe differently at, at different times. And so I really learned that it, it doesn't impact everybody the same way, but it can be very impactful for everybody. And I just think it's such a powerful thing. So sound healing really is a group setting. You're on a yoga mat, lying down and all you, you don't have to do anything. Just show up and set an intention. And I play the bowls and the instruments around you. And I sort of walk through the group and in the front, and it's almost like a journey, taking you through a journey, helping you to release emotions and things that are trapped within you, whether it's the drums and the rattles to kind of break things up and shake things up. And then at the end, everything is very smoothing and calming. So hopefully by the end, you're able to see how calm your body can be in your mind, in your spirit. With sound healing, I also do individual sessions where a person's lying on the massage table and I do an assessment over them and around them of their field, the instrument speaking, and kind of hear where there's an imbalance or there's not harmony, and then using those same instruments to bring harmony. A lot of it is also working on your brainwaves. So what kind of feedback do you receive from your participants? The most obvious thing is just stress relief, letting themselves go, starting to use breath work and sound in their own practice at home. And that's the one thing I really hope to share with other people is that what we do here, I'm just trying to share techniques and ideas with you for things you can take home to help yourself heal. They start to feel it in their body and they may not know exactly what it is that they're feeling or why it's working, but they feel that relaxation. So they're noticing things. And then as we start to talk through them, 
other things will come up. And I think that's really where the biggest benefit is. It's really getting to those things that may be right under the surface or a little bit deeper that we hold on to. And all of us do it. And it's sort of like talk therapy. The instruments really help bring out those feelings and emotions. And it's it's really no different than when you're listening to the radio and you hear a song that you haven't heard since the 80s. And you get those emotions back, like, oh, I used to love this song. This makes me feel so good. Or you're standing, you know, dancing in your kitchen. It's the same thing. It's bringing up those good vibes. You carry that with you. And that's the whole thing. So to make a daily practice of that, if, if people are able to learn how it feels in their body, how their emotions feel, how they've relaxed, then they can start to take that and do that on their own. Are you in a position to share now what people could do on their own? Absolutely. I mean, body tapping, a lot of people are familiar with body tapping where you use your fingertips on your forehead, right? So you're alternating or doing them together, or you may be able to hear this where I'm just tapping on my legs and you may be tapping along to a song, but that tapping is actually calming your body down and it's working on your central nervous system. It's anything to release that emotion that's in you and, and make you feel good. Um, there's lots of instruments that you can buy that are really reasonably priced to have at home. For some people, it might be a tuning fork, it might be a crystal bowl, it might be a drum. I would love to see everybody have a drum at home because it's such an emotional release when you start to play a drum and bang on a drum and you don't need any musical experience or knowledge to be able to do it or skill. It's really just letting out what you're feeling into the drum. And before you know it, you feel better. I'm thinking so many things. One is my brother-in-law is a percussionist and he's constantly tapping. And I've never thought about the idea that in some ways it could be this self-soothing, this energetic release, this calming mechanism that he's probably not even aware of. Mm -hmm. What I really wanted to share is my husband had a dream of you know, drumming. I bought him a drum kit. We have it in our home. I've never picked it up, but I've also bought a handful of different bongos or congos or hand drums. And Karen, when you were playing them earlier around me, I really felt a groundedness, a really deep primal feeling, almost taking me into another realm or something. And uh, when you were just talking about everything that people could do at home, I kind of got sad because I am really attracted to drums, yeah. especially the kind I can just beat with my hand and not need to worry about keeping rhythm or anything. Right. I remember I, I lived and worked at Omega Institute and they were constantly just gathering and doing drum circles. And I really envied like the people in that and the release that I was seeing. And even here, knowing that you offer drum circles, the reason I've not shown up is because of this fear of performance. Like I need to know what I'm doing. Like it's not enough to just show up and release. And that's the great thing about drumming. You don't have to have that skill. When we offer drum circle, I do very simple instruction on how to play. And then we do very simple rhythms, but we play games. We do meditative drumming. We just jam out on the drums. I'll ask other people to lead. And you'll see that after a few minutes, people start to relax and they start to let all that go. Um, and I see it with kids. They don't have that fear. 
Right? I know. So they're still young enough where they'll they'll just play anything. They want to lead every time. They mm-hmm. want, you know, they're raising their hands. They'll get up and dance and think nothing of it. That's where we as adults need to get back to that. Yes. Where we're just free. You feel that energy in the room after, even with strangers. It's just something happens and you're bonding over the drums. And so I highly encourage you to, number one, bring your drums in and we'll jam together. Um, but number two, just to spend time with them on your own and um, letting go of that. And that's the thing why I brought up that, you know, I started playing drums at 40. I wanted to do it my whole life. And so I would encourage people that if there's anything you want to do, no matter what it is, whether it's musical, if you want to start knitting or, you know, take a course or any anything, it doesn't matter. No matter how old you are, go do it. It's never too late. There's so much to learn. And once you learn, you can share it with other people who may have wanted, you know, may have had the same dream. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally going to take you up on that. I'm really excited because I used to watch from the periphery. I would feel energetically, you know, the music and I would so desperately want to join. Yeah. (laughs) So I am going to take your guidance there and decide that you know, it's okay to show up without the talent okay, and to yes. show up for the fun of it, for the benefit of it, for the community, you know, all of the good yeah. stuff that you're describing. I'm really excited about that. Tell me about the instruments that you use and are there different qualities and benefits to the different instruments that you're using in a sound bath? There are, and I could use only one and it would be just as impactful. In a sound bath, the instruments are telling a story. So it's different every time. The energy is different every time. The drumming is that earthy, you know, really grounding. You, it feels tribal. It may bring you back. And then I may start playing the crystal bowl that's higher pitched, and you may start to see different colors. I have a drum that's an ocean drum, which a lot of people resonate with because they love to, they feel relaxed around water and they feel like, Oh, I feel like it's picking up my problems mm-hmm. and carrying them away and washing them away. And in a way it is doing that because once they're released from you, they are going to get washed away. Oh, that's so cool. And what else do you use? You mentioned the tuning forks, tuning forks, rattles, drums, uh, crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, chimes, um, different kinds of shakers. Okay, so they're telling a story. Each one might have a different interpretation according to whoever's receiving it. Right. So especially in a one-on-one session, if somebody comes in and they have a specific intention, and we'll talk about it. And it's, you know, whether that's for physical healing, emotional healing, um, it could be stress, anxiety. I'll basically do the assessment over them to hear where there's imbalance and then decide you know, really kind of dictates what instruments should be played next. Mm -hmm. And it's really the instruments themselves. And I know that sounds a little weird, but they're basically telling me what should be next based on the energy. So it does sound a little weird, even to somebody who's completely open-minded like myself. Is there any explanation to how the instruments know? Yeah, it's just science behind it, right? So everything is vibrating. Everything around us is vibrating. If you look in the room we're sitting in, there's paintings on the wall. They're very colorful. Each of those colors is vibrating at a different frequency. 
It's the same with the music and it's the same with our bodies. Each of our organs have their own musical frequency. And when something's out of whack, the bowls, when you play them over to the different instruments, they can tell, and that's where you hear a different pitch. So it's, it's not that perfect pitch anymore. Something has changed. And so that's where you can tell that something is out of balance. Yeah. That explanation makes perfect sense. I'm always trying to legitimize the different uh, modalities that I introduce people to. You know, there's a lot of skept maybe skepticism that you see. And if you can offer any explanation to people to at least get them to a point where they're willing to try so that they might be able to see, it's really helpful. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah. And I think the sound baths are becoming much more popular. Um, somebody mentioned the other day that there was a segment on the Today Show. So it's becoming much more popular and pe because people respond really well to it. You're going to feel relaxed. What I think is most impactful is it's what it's doing with your brain waves and it's slowing everything down. Mm -hmm. And it's like meditation. If you can do that every day, think about that, you know, even for 10 minutes a day, your brain is slowing down, creating more space in your brain so that when something happens, there's trauma or, you know, something stressful, your brain has more room to deal with it at that time. So if people can create that daily practice at home, it's really going to help with stress and anxiety. So has this practice been around a really long time and it's just gaining popularity? You know, think about it before all this technology was around us, the bowls, the drums are probably the oldest instrument. You know, they were using animal hides, sticks, um, and using the Tibetan bowls have been around for thousands of years. It seems very magical, but it's really mathematical. I mean, music is math. The studies are there. There's over 20,000 studies on the science behind sound healing. I think the most simple way to, to find out about it is just to try it. Did you get any negative mockery from the industry that you left when you pursued sound healing? It's funny you say that. That's something that I think was an obstacle I had to get over. And my kids will call me corporate. There was corporate Karen and then there's Karen or mom now where I had to let a lot of that go, right? Worrying about what other people thought or maintaining a certain image in the corporate world where, you know, now I feel very much more myself. And that's, you know, really what I would wish for for everybody is that they can find their true north, as you call it. Yeah. It Well, I asked that question because my own transition out of the health and wellness industry for 20 years and then pivoting and becoming a life coach and a yoga instructor. And, you know, I had so much self-sabotage over, will I still be respected? Will I be taken seriously? Is this as helpful? You know, all of the things, but you talk about how this is the authentic Karen. This is the happy Karen. This is the real Karen. And yeah, I just kind of assumed that if it wasn't coming from outsiders, it was probably coming from within. Yeah, we're very hard on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I love to ask the guests on my show what you personally do in terms of perhaps a daily practice that you can contribute to your daily peace and happiness. 
like a lot of people, I have trouble sitting to meditate. And I hear that a lot. People will say, I don't meditate because I can't. It's very difficult for me too. And so basically I do my meditation as a lot of times as a moving meditation. So whether I'm doing some Qigong or I'm doing, I have a stretching practice that I do, uh, whether I'm running, uh, playing the drums, washing the dishes, you know, there are a lot of very mindful things that you can do and get into deep meditation. Sometimes it's walking. Sometimes I will sit. Um, the other thing I do is listen to 432 Hertz music. It's very calming. I, it's easy for me to drop into a meditative state. And I think people, once they learn that you don't have to be sitting, there are lots of other things that you can do to kind of create that same space for yourself. And it help, helps me kind of set the tone for the day. Are we going to lose people if I ask you what 432 hertz music is? You can, If you go out on YouTube or Spotify, you'll find it out there. Um, you can use a lot of the uh, meditation apps, have sound healing out there. Um, Insight Timer, I have some sound healing meditations out there. Everything is free. When you can go into that, put headphones on and just sit, you'll feel your body start to drop. I'm really excited about the invitation for people to try that because almost all of my guests cite meditation in some form and having this alternative that takes the pressure off, but achieves the same benefit is, is really awesome. Yeah. How about words of wisdom that you have? Love everyone, of course. Right. But that realize that we are all connected. And it's just so important to know that there's others around you going through the same thing, although they, though they not, may not be speaking it and sharing it to you, we're all in it together. And it's really just important to know that you're loved and supported. Mm. I love the message of kindness and community and support that exists, whether or not we see it. So I would love to somehow provide an experience to the listeners of what you do by letting them hear a little bit of a sound bath. What I just experienced with you included feelings of like really being grounded, of really delicate energetic releases. I felt at times I was leaving this dimension and going into others. I felt at one point the word magical popped into my head, like fairyland. I probably felt other things, but I was really, really trying to just be present and tune into the instruments as you gave me that guidance. Is there anything you want to say to sort of set this up? I'll play a variety of different instruments just so that you can hear the different sounds and get a taste for what a sound bath is and see what you think.
That was so beautiful. It's fun to watch you. Every time I've received your work, I've had my eyes closed. And it's really cool to see how many different bowls, how many different chimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious what they might have picked up on. I think it's really neat. I'd love to know. Yeah, that, that you just That's really the fun of it, too, is hearing how it impacts people and when they share that's when i learn too yeah um you know what can help them what sounds they like maybe what they didn't like and why there's a, there's always a why there's always a reason for that well that's an invitation for the listeners to <laughs> shoot me an email with your feedback at gonorthcoaching at gmail.com which brings me to Karen, um, are you able to provide a session remotely? Yeah, so it's similar to Reiki, mm -hmm. where it translates from a distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that energy, that vibration. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, for anyone who's interested in working with you, how do you recommend they get in touch? Um, they can find, if they're on Instagram or on Facebook, I'm at Inner Light Sound Healing, K-Romano, K-R-O-M-A-N-O, 21 at Outlook.com. Well, Karen, thank you so much for sharing your gifts so openly, not just with me, but with the listeners today. It's really been a pleasure to watch you do your craft. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Gretchen. Yay! So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing, any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.